Podcasters, what up? Internets, what up? We would now listening to the Gold Members Podcast. I am your co-host, Herb Reed, Boston self-proclaimed mayor, and I'm joined by my brother here. Tyson, man, back with another episode, man. Make sure y'all follow us on social media, man. Gold Members Podcast out on Instagram. Make sure y'all follow that. Press that button. You already know, and you can stream all of our podcast episodes on all streaming platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Music. Make sure y'all go stream that. What do you know, man? We here, bro. Here, episode three already. We working though, man. That's it, man. Episode three, man. We three weeks in. You know what I mean? But we got some interesting topics today that we wanted to get to, man. We wanted to first get to the untimely death of Michael K. Williams. Um, we wanted to talk about the abortions that are taking place in Texas. I'm not sure if it was Georgia also. Georgia, Georgia's uh, proposing it as well. Georgia put the proposal in for it, and um, we're probably sure that everybody got a lot to say about that. Um, and we also want to give you guys our certified lover boy review. Um, you know, I like the album, but I got more for y'all later when it comes to that. Yeah, Drizzy's new album. We definitely going to touch on that a little bit more, man. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it, man. You kind of... Touched on it a little bit already. Um, I think it was a devastating blow for, you know, not just the black community, but, you know, the arts and culture community. The Hollywood. You know Hollywood. I mean? like, I'll say New York, Brooklyn, the hood from what I hear. New York, Brooklyn. Guy, right. I, mean? like, I heard he had uh, uh, roots in, in Jersey as well. What is he? Um, I forgot what it was. Flatbush, maybe? Flatbush, I think Brooklyn, like yeah. Yep. Brooklyn. Yep. I just know he was from Brooklyn, man. You know what I mean? And his his death definitely going to impact a lot of people. Um, y'all probably seen him in a lot of shows, but most famously in The Wire. The Wire. The Wire. Um, what was that new show he was just in that just ended? He was in a few of them. He was in... Um, Bullwalk um, Empire. Bullwalk Empire. Um, he was also in a Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. That's the one that just ended. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was in a bunch of movies, man. He played in uh, Brooklyn's Finest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, um, he played in uh, what else? What else? What other films? I know I'm I'm a big fan of, of Vice TV. Oh, I, I and to say. he was he was one of the hosts on Vice. He he, he hosted Vice. you know one of their series. Um, yeah, and well, I, he, I would always watch that. Word, I, I like that. Black Market. It was called Black Market. The, he the was the host. First day, the very first day when, when you, I was actually on the phone with you, and we found out that he passed away. And for some reason, you know, the algorithm stopped going crazy, and they just brought up the vice. You know, him going to the communities, going to the jails, talking to different kids, and he actually went in there and changed the young man's life. That's why I was like, damn, you know what I mean? That kid probably impact. He impacted that kid. He probably got impacted by his death. So. You know, I want to say R.I.P., you know, rest in peace to him. Um, right, right, right. One time for Michael K. Williams, man. I like to, I like to, you know, I, I know that people deal with death, you know, different ways. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I like to celebrate people's lives, celebrate people's achievements. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he was very accomplished. Like, every very. time you turned around, he was on something. And I feel like he 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 left us with good material. Like, if you really followed him, if you was really a fan of his... Mm-hmm. Then, like, you know, a lot of the content that he put out was really positive, really uplifting stuff. I mean, he came from, 
you know, a, a, a broken background. Yeah. You know, I, I think he dealt with drug addiction in his past. You know, he dealt with crime. He was incarcerated, I mm-hmm. believe, for a little while. So to just see him make a complete turnaround with his life and become like this superstar, because he was a superstar. Yeah, he was definitely a superstar. You know, he was he wasn't like an extra. Like in the wire, he was like one of those pivotal characters in the that wire made the show. that really made the show. That really made the like show. I was a little bit late to the wire, yeah. but I, I caught up on like all the past seasons of it. Uh-huh. And his character just that all my character dominated the whole show to me. Yeah, actually. it's legendary. Yeah, it is. It's legendary. And, and like, at that time, I ain't gonna front. I heard a lot of people speak on it. At that time, people wouldn't have took that role, bro. Yeah, except being being, being a homosexual a gangster? gangster. What? People wouldn't have took that in 2000, you feel me? So, like, the fact that he was even able to do that. He lived, what, 54 years old. He lived 54. a good life. You know what I mean? I ain't going to... To be on drugs and be able to make that transformation and clean yourself up, get into Hollywood. You know I mean, and you know, Hollywood's a place of beauty, bro. Yeah. Hollywood's a place of beauty, of white beauty at that. And yeah. to be honest with you, my guy's a dark-skinned guy, man, with the scar on his face. There's nothing Hollywood about him. That's why I like the fact that he was so much in his hood. Yeah, he was so much in his neighborhood, giving back, doing community type stuff. You know what I mean? Because that's what he represented. That's what we felt when we saw him. You know what I mean? And he was just intelligent dude. You know what I mean? You could tell that he was knowledgeable, grown ass man. So, R.I.P. to Michael. Yeah, R.I.P. to Michael K. Williams. One more time, man. We want to celebrate his life. Of course, it's it's devastating that he passed. But anytime we get we get a chance to just remember people for what they've done, you know, for their for their actions, for their work, you know, for their commitment. You know, we definitely want to commemorate people like that, man. So hats off to Michael K. Williams, to his family, anybody that was affected by his death. Word, for real. And I, I hope he got his flowers, man, while he was here. He'd be able to, you know, talk to people. People praise them and show them love because, you know, they always do it when you're gone. Right. And I feel as though, man, I hope he got some of that love and felt that love from certain individuals, whether it's family or friends, close nephews, whatever it was, man. I hope he got that type of love and knew that everybody loved him. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. So big love to Michael K. Williams. May he rest in peace. You know, we're going to remember his work. I'm going to keep watching his movies. I'm still a fan till this day. Like, nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. You know, I think if anything, I'm going to appreciate his work that much more. more. So, man, shout out to him. But we also want to, you know, show love to another one of our kings who passed away. But, again, you know, we're not really... um, you know, mourning his death. I think this was more of a time to celebrate yeah, his know, life. Yes. So, yeah, I'll let you go ahead and jump that off. So, yeah, man, today, well, I think it was yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday was Terrence Clark's birthday, man. Um, He turned 20 years old yesterday. Every year we're going to keep saying how old he turned, man, 21, 22, from here on forward, man, because that's one of our young kings we lost out here. Um, He was supposed to get drafted last, what, last month? July. Yeah, I think June, it might have July been in July. He was supposed to get drafted. It would have been a draft pick. He was signed to Clutch Sports, and he unfortunately passed away in L.A., you know, in a car accident. But we celebrated his life here in Boston this week, and his mom, they, you know, they had a vaccinated party for him. Um, everybody had, you know, the shirts and stuff, the designer shirts that Rude made, and I, I'm not sure if they donated those or whatnot, but everybody in the pitches had him on. Everybody seemed like they, you know, enjoyed celebrating his life, but we do wish he was here, you know, on that hardwood making that money, man, coming back to the community, just like, you know, Michael K was doing, coming back, giving back, and just talking to people, man, making sure, you know, your dreams are achievable. Um, but happy birthday to Terrence, man. We love you out here, man, and um, TC5 forever, man, for real. Yeah, most definitely, man. 
Happy birthday to the young legend, T. Virgo Clark. life, man. Virgo man. He's a Virgo. Word, word, man. Uh, much love to, you know, his family, his mom, um, his little brother, any mm-hmm. siblings he may have had, his parents, his extended family, word. and everything like that, man. For him to be so young, he had a positive impact on a lot of people, people that were younger than him, people say. that were older than him. You know, Everybody. so again, man, we just want to celebrate these people's lives. You know, it's it's okay to mourn, but while they were here, they did some great things. Great and things. and those are the things that I try to keep in the front of my mind. So again, man, we celebrate. We celebrate in the lives. I got one more thing for that too, bro. I got one more thing for that. I seen Slam Magazine do something for him. Yes. I do wanted to shout that out. If you purchase, I think, their new Slam collection that they made for him for his birthday, all those proceeds go towards his foundation. Yes. So if you do, you know, happen to see that on Instagram, if you don't want to even buy it, you don't want to subscribe or whatever, at least share it. Somebody else might want to do it. You know what I mean? That's free to do. So just make sure y'all do that to look out for the young man and his family. You know, he got a little brother coming up. So make sure he stay positive and stay right. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. I actually saw that. That's pretty dope that Slim is doing that. They put him on the cover, and I believe that there's several editions to the cover. There's like a black metal edition. There's a gold edition. Mm -hmm. Then they did several tees with him, man. So go out and support that because you're right. It does go to the T-Clock Foundation. Which I believe, is that the one that's ran by his mom? Yeah, that's the one that's ran by his mom. Yeah, so go support that, man. Go purchase the tees. Go purchase the magazine, you know, with him on the cover and all that good stuff. Because we want to keep showing love, man, and hopefully we can inspire uh, inspire the next generation of young kids who might have been looking up to T. Clark. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, most definitely. Support that. Support, Support that. that. Shout out to T. Clark, TC5, long live the young king, man. But let's go ahead. We got um we got more segments, don't we, bro? Let's yeah, go ahead. Yes. We're on the topic of kids, man, and we're going to talk about this one play. I mean, we always say Florida's pretty wild. But Texas is pretty wild, bro. <laughs> Texas okay. is pretty wild, bro. Like the fact that that they that they have the open carry. I want to go into the open carry first. Okay, let's go into the open carry. So they're allowing people. I got this off of CNN, right? I was watching it on the news the other day. They got kids that can go as long as you're 21 years old. You can carry in Texas without a license or permit. I forgot what they're calling it. Let me tell you exactly what they're calling it. It's called unlicensed carry, permitless carry, and constitutional carry. Before September 1st, Texas law required people to have a license to carry if they wanted to carry a handgun, either openly or concealed. In 2021, the Texas legislature passed a law that removed the requirement to have a license to carry a handgun. Mm. So, before... September twenty first before September first, twenty twenty one, people needed to have a license to carry. After they no longer need that license to carry. And I wanna know what are they trying to do with that? Are they trying to cause more murder? Are they trying to like what where's the control on that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like why are they letting kids open carry down there at that age? And what was the age? What was the it was age? 21. It's 21. 21, 21 and over? 21 and over. But still, those are kids now, right now. Like, they're not even fully mature mentally in the brain until they're about 25, especially men. So, like, yeah, I didn't understand what was going on with that and what they were trying to prove. But hopefully, man, somebody blocked some of these bills that they out here trying to, trying to get past, man, because... 
the next bill is ridiculous, bro. And I want you to get into that a little bit more because you probably have more to say about that than me, man. Because, well, I mean, even even with the with the open carry thing, I mean, it's it's kind of like you're saying it's a double edged sword in a sense. Like from my perspective, is because it's like you wanna you wanna make it so that people can exercise their right, yeah, you know, to like carry arms and different things like that, carry firearms, and. In certain states or just like in different places when it when it comes to legislation, it's really different because like you look at a state like New York or even a, a state like Massachusetts up until recently, you know, it was pretty much impossible to, to, get, a gun. to get a license firearm. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So at the at the same time, people like us can look at it like, well, you know, I have that right, but I'm not able to exercise that right because of what my state you know prohibits me from doing yeah but then you got states like texas who are like open carry you know there's less restrictions Mm -hmm. so some people will look at it like well i have more freedom yeah in a state like texas but then you're right there's there's the backlash because you got to be careful with that you got to put some gun control in the place Yeah, because they're saying with no training at least have some type of training like right that's all i would say you even got to have some type of training to drive a car yeah you got to have a permit to drive you got to have a permit to drive a car permit to shoot a gun you feel me like and i know they're not going to tell people they don't need to have a permit or a driver's license no more to drive Right. They'll never do that. Never. But they'll let you carry a gun that way. Right. Which is kind of strange to me. I just don't know what they're trying to do with population control or whatever it might be going on, but I ain't going to get too deep into that. It's no, just crazy. I mean, I mean it's, 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 it's something that's worth talking about. Because one, one thing that I always talk about when it comes to like laws and legislation is that when it, when it passes in one state... Mm-hmm. That pretty much sets a trend off in pretty much other states Mm -hmm. because the hard work has already been done. Someone already took the time to do the research. Somebody has already done the advocacy. Someone has already written up the language for the law. Mm -hmm. And so once that passes, they can pretty much duplicate that in different states because all the hard work has been done. So here in Massachusetts, we could say, you know, this is the language that they're using in Texas. These are some of the groups that support it. And, you know, let's just mimic that here. We're going to submit that same language with a couple edits on it, a couple changes on it. And then they'll continue the process here in Massachusetts. And then the next thing you know, we got the same legislation as, you know, a different state or something like that. It's being mimicked here. So I I think it's important, man, because people need to realize, like, these trends can, you know, take place in your own city. Yeah. In your own local government. So you got to be, like, on top of that. I think that's why it's such an uproar, too, like, with some of the stuff that's happening. Because, like you said, if those those laws are being passed or those bills are being passed in certain places and 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 a footwork has been done. Right. Like. People are concerned, like, damn, what if they do that here? Right. If they do that in New York, what if they do? Cause, I mean, us up here in the Northeast, it's kind of different. Like, they kind of real strict with a lot of stuff up here in the colonial right. spots. Like, but at the same time, they they quick to pass something. They quick yeah. to pass anything at this point in time. Like to benefit them too. It ain't really for. Yeah, I mean, but you got you got to realize that some somebody is on the. You know, pro side of this. Somebody does support. There are yeah. regular working people who are in favor of these, you know, different you types of laws. It, bro, when we go down south, when we go to Atlanta, when we go to Florida, what do we say? Everybody out here got a gun. Everybody got a gun. Everybody out here, like, I'm talking on them. Like, right. I mean, up here, everybody probably got a gun, but you can't just be freely having in your whip unless you really have issues. Right, right, right. Or your, or your license. Right. You know what I mean? So, 
that's why I'm like, damn, like, where we getting with this? Right. But 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 it's kind of kind of like what we're saying. It's just different from state to state mm-hmm. because like I remember my grandfather. My grandfather lived in Suffolk, Virginia. Yep. Right, which is pretty much the country rural area, rural mm-hmm. Virginia, and so my grandfather he hated like all those restricted gun laws. So like anything that made it harder for him to get a gun, he hated it. He hated it. Yeah, especially if you hunting, you were a hunter. He was he was a hunter. Not only he was the president of his hunt club. That's what I'm saying. So, so he would. So I would literally, I would go visit him at his house, and he would be sitting at his dinner table, like ordering guns out of the magazine. Like that was his thing. That's, like, like he, he my my grandfather ordered guns that's how we ordered sneakers. Like he had more guns than I probably had sneakers. Like we had the East Bay, exact East Bay magazine, just like that. And he would be flipping through his magazine, ordering guns, and he he had a whole stockpile of guns. So anytime it was like things that made it harder for people to get guns, or there was legislation being proposed, he was totally against it because he's like, listen. You know, this is my hobby. You know, I somewhat make a living off of this. Like, this is my thing. So does, what I was wondering, did that, did that probably free up anybody down here to be able to go buy a gun then? Probably. But I'm pretty sure there's there's some restrictions in it. Maybe if, like, if you're a felon mm-hmm. or anything, yeah, like violent yeah, criminal, yeah, like anything that. like okay. that, it'll probably, you know, make it a little bit harder it, for I you. I can get my little 21-year-old cousin to go buy me a gun right quick if I'm a felon. Go buy me a gun right quick. I'm going to scratch those numbers out and we outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 which usually happens, which is how, how you know, guns on. guns get yeah. moved on the black market and underground yeah. and make goes. it to the hood and all of that's that. How yeah. Make it to the hood in the first place. Yeah, nah, that's usually that's usually how it goes, man. Is it that or they setting up a trap? I mean, I mean, I think uh, if you really want to get into <laughs> they that, they to catch somebody on them highways with them things, man. They trying to do something put put motherfuckers away. I but don't I, know. but I but I also feel like they're setting it up for people to be able to defend themselves. That too. Because no, that, things this, like is... Said, two sides to it. Yeah, because everything is just so racial now. Mm-hmm. Tension is high. You know, there's a lot of conflict in the country, in the world right now. So I, I think that they are. I think that there are some people that say, you know, in case a war breaks out, a civil war or something, like, I need to be able to protect myself. So I think some of them people are like, yeah, you know, I, I want to be able to carry a gun. I want to train my kids how to yeah, use a gun. Yeah. That's another thing about the South. You go down in the South, the, the little kids know how to use guns. Yeah, they do. Better than us. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're half our age. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's some people who really buy into that culture. Yeah, it is a culture. It is a culture. But I feel like if you're embedded in that culture, you definitely should just, that's something you're comfortable with and you want to raise your kids in it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But if you were some newbie, some new chump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you some if you just some reckless, but then you bring up good points too, like you know gun control because we've seen things like the young white kid Dylan Roof who went into the uh, Christian church and oh, killed those Sandy nine black Hook. people. The Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. The kids, I thought that would change gun control in general. You know what I mean? Like we had people going to those schools that we personally know, right? Doing community service after that, right? You feel me? So like that's why it's like. That was crazy to me. I thought they would have some type of crazy gun control when it came to that, but that just goes to show you they don't really get they don't. They yeah, don't care I mean that's a that's a that's a good argument for one side, for one of, side it. of it. For that for that one side who's like, listen, this is why we need more strict gun laws. That's the perfect argument. I was about for to them. say, I think they could do that all day. Like they, if they wanted to, they could argue about that. Yeah, time. yeah, you could you could go back and forth both sides because then you'll have some people who say, well, that's just one nutcase. Yeah. That's just one person out of the millions of people with guns who use it irresponsibly. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely and then that's when that back and forth. Mental health and all that. Other mental stuff health like that. and yeah. just all different types of stuff. You know what I mean? Law enforcement after the fact. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just, but that's the that's the thing about legislation. And we, actually, let's go into the next topic because yeah. it kind of touches on this on whole legislative yeah. piece. Um, but as of recently, um, the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, recently uh, allowed the state of Texas uh, to implement um, a pretty controversial abortion law that basically uh, prohibits, I think it says like 85% of the uh, current total of abortions. So it's going to cancel out like 85% um, of the actual abortions that take place because if you're uh, six weeks or more into your pregnancy, um, you are no longer able to receive any form of abortion. Um, and that's based off of Texas's state law. It reached the Supreme Court, um, and then the Supreme Court ruled on it, ruled in the state of Texas' favor. Um, so that piece of legislation is now being implemented. I mean, you're hearing from all types of people, celebrities, advocacy groups, women of all ages, Who's just commenting on so this? I've been hearing the most I've heard is definitely from women for sure. I, even though I know the men need to speak up some more because there are men who are making these rules right now or these these laws that they're passing. There's a lot of men telling you what to do with your body as a woman and what you can and cannot do. And at this point, it's kind of wrong, bro. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say it's kind of wrong. It is wrong what they're doing with that, and they have no say so over what's going on. Can they go and like vote or something like that towards it, or is it just a bill that's going to be passed no matter what? Nah, it's is is definitely a bill that women can go and well, the women are who are in the state in of Texas, Texas, Texas yeah. unless you plan to go to Texas yeah. to advocate on so, behalf of this or against this, it. I heard there's like this little underground, like back, like this dirty game being played. Like, say if a guy knew that a girl from Texas was going to get pregnant. They can go and get her sent to jail and get ten thousand dollars for telling on her. Well, I think it was a hundred thousand. That's crazy. I think it was up to a hundred thousand. So yeah, so they they put something in the legislation to, to where switch. if you yeah if you know someone or if someone aids someone helps someone get an abortion after that six week period, you could file a suit against them and possibly be awarded up to a hundred. So they can't go to another state and get one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can go to another state and get one. I was about to say yeah. Oh, that's just for the state of Texas. This is this yeah, yeah, is just, just this is yeah, just for the state yeah, as of as of now. That's what I'm saying. You already said the Supreme Court rules in favor of the state of Texas when it comes to that. I see that um, Joe Biden. You know, he denounced it. Yeah, but um, you 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 kind of said one thing that I kind of want to touch on, uh-huh. and I've been seeing that same post too. The post that says something like along the lines of men shouldn't be making decisions about women's bodies mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think I think that's a I think that's a misperception in a sense, okay. because it gives off the idea that men are the ones that are creating this legislation. It mm-hmm. gives off the idea that men are the ones that are pushing this legislation and passing this legislation. And I think that's a misperception because one, there are women advocates there are uh women elected officials okay. who who also write legislation mm-hmm. so my whole point is don't just look at it like it's the men politician because there are some women who yeah. voted in favor of yeah. this texas is probably the biggest state 
in the country. But don't they got to have a certain amount of votes to get it passed? You have to get two-thirds of the vote. You have you have to get many, the majority many, of the vote. We could probably look it up how many female how many Google how many female uh elected officials are in Texas. There has to be some. I'm not saying they make up the majority or even half. They probably make up less than half. But there are some women elected officials who most likely voted in favor of this. And so we gotta look at that. You have to consider that. You have to consider, you have to look at who proposed the legislation, who wrote it, and who's pushing it, and who's voting in favor of it. So I, I think, you know, we got to, you have to consider all those things, or else you might just be so gun hold on the men who may or may not be in favor of this that you may completely ignore the women. Because there are some women who are against abortions. I know there are women in my family who are against abortions, you know? So, you know, and I've, I've seen that personally within my own private circle. Like a lot of the women in my family, if they get pregnant, they're having the baby. Like abortion is not even an option. Yeah. It's I know, not some, an option. In some religions it's like that too. Right. Yeah. So I'm just saying that, you know, you can't, I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying people can't look at mm-hmm. it like, This is just men telling women what what to to do do. with their bodies because there are women who who also agree with this, who also believe that there shouldn't be abortions. You think that's an accurate number? Um, Okay. So, well, yeah, because this is this is from the Texas government website, Mm -hmm. Um, and it says right here membership stats for the 86th legislator. That's Texas's legislation Mm -hmm. um, group. Um, and it says House members, 33. the House members, there are 33, 33 out of females. 100, 33 female elected officials out of 147. Am I looking at that correctly? I'm looking at that correctly. 147. So I mean, 33. Not 50%, but that's 33 women. That's 30, that's that's about a fifth. Yeah, that's, that's about a fifth of, of the legislative body. They need about two thirds. Two thirds. So just over half. So, I mean, that's about a fifth. So we got to look at, you got to look at where those 33 females placed their vote when it came to that bill. Yeah. Not only that. Because there might be some guys who was against it also. Might have been some men who was also who against didn't it. Want- this to be taking place because they might want to get abortion. You know these, you know these guys. Some some guys probably want that. Abortion. I'm pretty sure there's some elected officials that paid for some abortions in their day. In their day, yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Are you kidding me? That's a fact. They was down there, had the Houston man got one of them things knocked up. Yeah, that's a I fact. Know. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not. I think that women should have a choice. Yeah, for sure. I think I I I honestly believe that both parties should have a choice. I think men should have a say in it as well, but I think that women should make the ultimate. I think men should allow this, women to make the ultimate decision. I know decision. this is kind of off a little bit, but like, say if the guy don't want the baby and the girl do, the right. guy has no say. So he that. has no say. He's done. He's done. No say. So. That baby's going to be born whether he wants, he wants to be or born not. or not. That's what I'm saying. So right. In some cases, it kind of gets kind of weird. It kind of gets kind of spunky, but... Right. And plus, and I, I've always been... Like, when it came to, like, me and women and, you know, birth control, mm-hmm. like, I always give the woman the total decision on whether she wants to be on birth control or not. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's her body. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've never you know what I mean? told a girl to get on birth control. Exactly. Before. And I never will. I never will neither. If she was on it already, she was on it. If she was on it already and she was, you know. But I would like for her to tell me if she got off of it. Okay. Right. And, and that, that's, that's not fair. That, at the end of the day, though, for real, that's really none of my business. In a sense. But it is my business because I may not be wearing no protection. Right. If she if, if she's, she's gonna be having sex with you, I feel like it's your business. Me too. If she's if you if you're dealing with someone, she's on birth control, then she gets off birth control. You feel she has to tell me or she should I feel like me? she should tell you. Yeah, I feel like she I should tell me. I feel like she me. should, especially if y'all are having intercourse. Do you feel like she has to tell me? I don't feel like she has to, but I feel like it's the right, right thing, thing to, to do. do. Yeah. It's definitely the right thing to For do. For both people. For both people. Yeah. For both people, I would say that it's the right thing to do. Like, to just make sure that both people are aware of the situation. Yeah, we just got to keep we gotta keep an eye on this, man. Just keep, you know, any new updates that come out, we need to keep an eye on it. Make sure we see what's going on and keep the people updated about this. Because I do feel like it's going to get a little bit more crazier because there's going to be more states that's going to allow it. Like we said, Georgia, I think, is trying to do it. Yeah, Georgia is, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's just another place where... It's predominantly black, so, like, you know, I'm not sure what they're trying to do with all of this type of stuff. Right. But you know what? But that's why I always tell people, like, it's important to just, you don't, you don't have to be the most politically involved person, mm-hmm. but just at least know what's going on. Because these political uh, initiatives and this legislation and policy, it's going to have an effect on you, whether you participate or not. Because we already have stuff that's affecting us here right now. Right. And I could that I could simply just say them bus lanes. Bus I'm not going to get all the way into it. Yeah. But just all of us not going into these meetings and discussing how we feel about the stuff that's taking place. Yeah. They just going to do it now. Yeah. Because they know nobody's coming. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're not going to show up, it actually makes their job easier. Because then you got nobody giving rebuttals. You got nobody opposing what you say. Mm-hmm. So when that part of the meeting comes up to where it's like, okay, we want to hear from the public and nobody's standing up opposing it. They sign that all. Okay, yup. Well, then let's move forward with it. Now they they bring it to the House floor, the Senate floor, and next thing you know, it's being voted on and it's being passed. You know, so I just always tell people like this is why you want to be in tune with what's happening because whether you like it or not, it's going to have an effect on you. So you're better off at least being at the table. And sometimes it's not always, you know, what they're putting in front of you. Sometimes it's what they're taking away from you. Yeah. And I think that this is what we're seeing. So now that resource is is no longer there. So politics ain't always about what you can get or what's in front of you, but sometimes what they're taking away from you. So now you don't have that resource no more. Whatsoever. So if, if you, and I, and I feel, I feel for all the women that, you know, uh, experience pregnancy in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. There are some women who don't know that they're pregnant. At you know, that time period. At that time yeah, period. It's like six weeks. Like, if you're up to six weeks, they don't want you. That's what Yeah, it is. six weeks. Like, if you're like two weeks, but who knows? Right, you don't even know. So they, they don't find You're probably out. still having sex at six weeks pregnant. Yeah. Possibly, don't if you ain't know. showing. If you're not showing and you don't know, you ain't had no side effects, no symptoms or nothing, like right. growing up, no none of that. Right. You know what I mean? No. Birth control usually throws off. Their uh, menstrual cycle. Menstrual cycle, yeah. So you could be about four, five, six weeks with Yo, with no period and and not know that you're I pregnant. I had a girl that was three, four months pregnant and didn't know. Yeah, see, that's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? So like, and she was like a petite girl. Yeah, that's crazy. But she just didn't know. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So it was like, 
How are they going to know this in six weeks? Right. And you need to know this by week six. So. Right, right. But see, but see, me, I'm not letting nobody make decisions that's just going to affect me. And I'm just sitting there allowing it. That's why I always tried to, like, at least know what was going on. If not, have my hand involved in what's going on. Because I realized, like, these people are really making decisions that affect me. Like, if they made a law that says you can't walk and chew gum. And then you get caught walking and chewing gum, whether you know the law or not, you're going to face the penalties of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I'd rather be aware. I'd rather be abreast to what's going on than to have to find out later, than to reach out for that resource and then find out that it's not there because somebody made a vote. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I wasn't there to even give my input or give my testimony on why it shouldn't be that way. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, but that's interesting, man. I think I think we're gonna follow that. I would love to hear what some of the women have to say. Yeah, man. I mean, probably on Sunday or something, we probably do a little little live or something, man. Have some females tap in and talk about it, maybe. Or right. Have somebody call in. You know what I mean? Something like that. But do that. Research that. Like we yeah. we pulled the numbers up. There are thirty three female elected officials in the House of Representatives in the state of Texas. Let's see where those thirty three. Votes Female went. elected officials voted. Let's see how they voted. And you could I'm sure we could pull it up. It's public record. So when they do the vote, they put the the votes up there about like how people voted. So you can actually see those stats. So, you know, let's let's see how uh, most states, most local government, they have a woman caucus, which is the woman's group that's made up of elected officials for that particular state. And I would like to see where the Women's Caucus stands on this for the state of Texas, as well as for the state of Georgia. Because if they have a stance that's different from the general public, then we know who we need to speak to. We need to leverage against them, you know, whatever power they have, whatever voter base they have. Leverage it, leverage it against them and let them know that you don't agree with their stance on particular issues. And then maybe that will influence them to kind of change their perspective. But if we're not at the table, we can't expect anything to go in our favor. So um, it looked like bro's looking it up now. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up. But they, this is some crazy other stats that we're, we're they just outnumbered by. Men. Yeah, they're showing they're showing the uh, lack of diversity. Yeah, the lack of diversity inside of the Texas legislature. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was looking at. I was yeah. trying to find. I was trying to. Find I did see. Stars. I did see. Was it was it majority Democrat or Republican? Republican. Republican. Yeah. yeah. So it was. It looks like the state of Texas is majority Republican. I thought it was a Republican state. Yeah, for the most part. I know, but you know that yeah. changes based off of the majority who makes up the you know the bigger portion of of the local government. It looks like there's a lot of Hispanic Democrats in Texas. A lot of Hispanic. Forty four. There's more, there's, white men. there's more Hispanic uh, elected officials than there is black altogether. Yeah, 19 black on both. There's 19 blacks between Democrats and Republicans. There's 46 Hispanic elected officials between both parties. That's that's amazing down there, to be honest with you. Isn't that kind of like, by Me- it's by Mexico. Yeah, it is by Mexico. They probably got a large Mexican population. Yeah. But isn't that weird? Because the the the, the, st- the stereotype is that you know uh, Latinx people have babies at higher rates. Yeah. So for some for so for them to have such a la- large Latinx population in their local government and to vote in favor of that mm-hmm. and for for that to pass, 
That says a lot. That says a lot about probably how these people voted. Because you got to look at that. I, I you have to look at more. you have to look at how it breaks down, right? Yeah, I because because this just because like what you see on 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 social media and just like with the general public, you just see that it's just men. You know what I mean? Like men are making these decisions, but now we're actually looking down. We're actually looking at the breakdown, the education breakdown, all of that's on here, right? So Age. exactly. So we get to see it's not just about men. What kind of men? Where do these men come from? Where are the women elected officials? How are they voting? You know where where do they come from? What's their background? You know what I'm saying? Wow, this is some crazy information right here. I ain't even gonna hold you. I don't even want to like delete this tab. Right, but it's necessary. It, don't you feel? Do you feel like it's necessary to have that information to at least public? see how the votes break down? Hell yeah, For, especially in the public. But I, like you said, I don't think people are utilizing this information right here. Right, especially to what they're looking for. Like we just right. sitting here looking for something, but we found something even more deeper into the, the demographic, the age. The school, the education, like they went deep into that on there, even though I'm trying to find out how many women voted for what. But when I get that number, I'm definitely coming back to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we definitely should. We should, we definitely should. We could see how the whole legislative body voted on this issue. You know, and I think that that's important, too, because a lot of these same people turn around and ask us for their votes. Uh-huh. Now, they can greet you with a smile and go do something. totally, And then. Once they're in office, do something that totally misrepresents you. So it's, it's, it's good to see these types of things, to see what type of numbers is your elected official putting up. Because we, we come from a sports background. Yeah. Stats mean a lot. Stats mean everything. We're stats kind of, we're says, part, stats says everything. everything right. Stats says uh, how you performed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or just where you put your energy towards. And they got Extra new stats now that just show you all types of shit. How you, how bad you perform and what type of bad shots you taking. So, like you said, stats are de- getting even deeper and deeper because that's the proof. Right. It's becoming more and more proof. What analytics? That's what they call analytics, it. data, metrics. It's all types of names. So they got all different types of measurements for how they track things and you know measure outcomes and different stuff. So that's why that was that was why it was it, it stood out so much to me when I was just seeing. You know, men shouldn't be. And I get that. I get that because yeah. it is majority men. It is. Yeah. Our government is majority men. But you got to look a little bit deeper than the surface. That was my only thing. Mm-hmm. I just wanted people to take a little deeper look past the surface level to really just see exactly what we just saw. How does that break down? Yeah, like how many women are voting for this? How many voting against it? How many men? Cause there could have been more men against it than women. It could have been. It could have been, but we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. yet. We do know, but we don't know. We, we don't know that yet. It's, but it's, it. it's, it's the same thing in Massachusetts. I think we got like 130-something elected officials Yeah, I just seen in mass, probably on the state level. So whenever something passes, that's the first thing that goes in my head is like, okay, how, does, how did that vote break down? How did this person vote? How did that person vote? You know what I mean? And, and where do all the other elected officials, all those other groups that make up the legislative body, you know, how did they vote? What's their stance? Because I can tell you right now, in the state of Massachusetts, we got the Black and Latino Caucus. Yeah. Which is all the Black and Latino state reps and senators from around the state mm-hmm. who are supposed to represent us as a black community across the state. Okay. Now, if the Black Caucus was to vote in favor of something like this, then we will be able to say, 
All right, well, the elected official from Dorchester, Roxbury, Mattapan, High Park, mm-hmm. Springfield, Lawrence, they all voted in favor. So at least we know who to go talk to at that point. About it, yeah. To say, yo, we're not, we're not in favor of this. This creates a whole lot of issues in our community. You know, you know what's so crazy, though? I mean, I just feel like I, I definitely credit it to you. I feel like we're more involved in that type of stuff because of, you know, the steps you took with things you were doing in your past, like trying to get in there and help people out in these mm-hmm. certain, certain ways. So, like, we we kind of know what's going to happen now. Right. When we see something, plus, like, we, our parents are involved. So, like, if we see something out here, our parents are most likely talking about it. So, we'll bring it. It'll come to, even at a young age, like, we'll talk about it. It'll come about it. It'll come about to us. And um, just the fact that we know who to go to. Right. Especially here in Massachusetts. And I just think everybody should know who to go to in each state. Right, right. I really do. Right. You have to, man, because these, these people are voting on your behalf. And changing shit in your city. Changing shit. Changing in your shit. your neighborhood, in your house. Your house, they might raise the gas bill. On, yeah. Know? But you don't know about none of this stuff because you're not going and talk, sitting in these meetings and putting your opinion out there. Right. Or, or at least just sitting in your own home and just doing the research. Yeah. Yeah. To help you, to benefit you. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, even me, like, like. You know, because I'm I'm considering moving to a different state right now. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, the state that we're talking about. The state that we're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm not just looking at what the rent costs. No. I'm looking at some of the laws. The weather. The weather. You know what I mean? Like, what's the community like? Food, you that. know what I mean? Yeah, food. Like, all of those, like, access to resources. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's one beautiful thing about Massachusetts is that it's a commonwealth. So there's a lot of resources for the people here. Yeah, you may go to California, which is a Republican state, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get them same resources. You might not oh. get the same amount on your food stamp card. Your, yeah. your motherfucking Section Eight voucher might not That's, be the same. And sometimes you kind of think when you look at that, it's kind of feel like it's set up for that too out there. Like, cause they don't want too many people out there. They don't want too many people benefiting in, in California. So if you go out there and try to live your dream, make your dream, right? You're gonna make it harder for you to make that dream yeah, a reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, yeah. Like, by doing shit like that, less food stamps, higher rent, or there might not even be enough jobs out there, just like how it is in the South. Right. They don't. There's not really a lot of jobs in the South. That's why. If you move, we want to make sure niggas is established here, right. established, you know what I mean? So you can be able to get up and go. Right. Whenever you want, even if you don't want to go there, you go anywhere, you know right. what I mean? Take a, a trip for two months, whatever you want to do. You just want to be established in those ways, so. Yeah, yeah. But shoot, I'm looking at uh, Texas for some of the other good yeah. laws that they got. Yeah. They got no state income tax. Beauty. That's they, it. They're not taking no income tax out of your check every nope. two weeks or mm-hmm. every week. Or whatever, and then and then they're giving you an opportunity to live at a reasonable price in a luxurious place with nice weather up here, holding us back. I'm actually not mad at that at that gun law that they're trying to pass because it makes it easy for someone like me. Yeah, you may have your gun, but I also got my gun, yeah. so I could defend myself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not too, I'm kind of on the fence about that. Like, okay, yeah, it does open up the floodgates for any knucklehead to get a gun. But it also opens up the floodgates for me to get a gun, too. I'm thinking about that income tax and all of that, how they don't take none out your check. And then the the rent and all that's like reasonable and all of that stuff down there. Bro, I work for the city. (laughs) Right. Right. The city don't pay me enough to live in the city. It don't. And that's a known fact. The city don't pay me enough to live in the city, but they want me to work in the city, and I can't work 
in a city if I don't live in a city. Exactly. But you don't pay me enough to live Live in a city. (laughs) What am I going to do? Right. Where am I going? Right. I can, you know, like you don't pay me enough to live here, but you want me to live here to to work for you guys. And then they just do whatever the hell they want. I can't wait to go in on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to go in on yeah. them. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, we're actually we're actually one week away from the mayor's race from oh, the we? from the from the primary oh, I need election. To send my emails out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need to send my emails yeah. out. Yeah, it's going yeah. up. It's yeah, going up. yeah. So, uh, well, probably by the time our listeners probably see this, it'll be uh-huh. less than a week. Yeah. But um, next Tuesday, September fourteenth, is the primary election here in the city of Boston for the local uh, mayor's race. Um, and that's that's pretty big. I mean, we just had um our our incumbent mayor step down. Um, and then so we had a new mayor step in. He went with Biden, right? He, yeah, he's he's the secretary of labor for President Biden. Um, shout out to Marty Walsh, uh, to Marty. former mayor of Boston, Mayor Marty Walsh. Um, but now we got this big race. We got I don't know how many candidates I'm in the race. Saying, isn't, it woman, isn't it like a woman's race? Pretty much. There, there's there's one male candidate who's who's showing face. Who's you know. Competing in the race. Did the Barrows guy get in it still? That's the that's the one guy that I'm talking about. Um, so we do. There is one uh, man of color in the race, uh, but you're right. Most of the candidates that are in this uh, year's so maze race Michelle are women. Wu. There's uh, Michelle Wu. There's Anissa Sabi George. There is Andrea Campbell. There is our interim mayor Kim Janey. Um, are we forgetting anyone? We just said uh, Barrows. John Barrows. Um, I think we said Andrew Campbell, but those are pretty much the front runners, you know, for the race. The, um, the, the main race, though. I mean, I'm not gonna say the main race, but the official like ending race is in November, right? Yes the the general elections in uh, November. Okay. The primary election. So out of the five candidates that we're looking at right now. Only two of them will be left after next after week. Next week, okay. So only two of them is going to make it through the primary election. I've never seen Andrea Campbell. I never even seen like a flyers out or anything. Like oh, that. she's 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 cranking on YouTube every every time oh, I log okay. on YouTube. YouTuber. Yeah, she got she Not got the YouTuber. YouTube ads. She got the YouTube ads and the social media ads going crazy. She know that's where it's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got the YouTube. But I do ads. see the Michelle Wu lady. She be out here. Yeah, walking around in parks and stuff like that, trying to. Could where she be at? She be grabbing like. Little small groups of people mm-hmm. that she know is gonna vote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. She, like I know they voting, so I'm gonna go over here and kick it with these people. She don't go nowhere where she don't think people are voting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't yeah, never for sure. seen her in Mission Hill. Oh no, she, <laughs> she's not. You won't. You won't see her in Mission Hill. You won't. You won't. You but definitely some of these won't. Other candidates, you might. You might. You might. Like I might see the Barrows guy down there. You might. But Dorchester, I mean Delhi Street. Delhi Street, you you you'll, you'll catch him on Delhi That's Street. Close enough. You'll definitely catch him on Delhi Street. Um, Kim Janey, Kim Janey has strong roots in the, in the community okay. in Roxbury, um, just in the black community. That that Janey last name is pretty prominent. I just be the city. wanting these people to touch the city though. Like you know who we felt, who we felt, bro. Yes, come on, bro. Menino. That's who we felt. We felt that man's presence everywhere, bro. Yeah, Menino was pulling up. He was pulling up in every neighborhood. He was pulling up. He was writing checks. He was he was funding shit. Pay. Yeah. 
everything. I, I worked under Menino. Yeah. Even yeah. though I was a young buck, he was paying me. Yeah, yeah, you know, Menino cut the check. Menino was definitely cutting the check. Yeah, man. yeah, Shout yeah. Out to R.I.P. Mayor Menino, man, you're legend, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Menino, man. I'm going to have to shout R. you R. out, man, because we over here talking about this new mayor election, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want everybody to know about the race that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, go out and vote. Um, get registered to vote. I, I think that they're actually doing early voting right now. Are they? So, yeah, they actually. They're doing a mail-in Mail-in votes, um, absentee ballots, and all of that type of stuff. I believe it's actually happening now if it hasn't ended already. But next Tuesday, September, t- September 14th, excuse me, is the primary election here in the city of Boston. So you got to be, you don't have to be a resident of Boston. You just have to be registered in the city of Boston to participate in this election. But go out because, again, you know, it may seem like it's something small, but this is going to affect this election could possibly affect the next four years of your life if you live in the city of Boston. So, you know, don't turn around and then complain when you had the chance to actually participate and you didn't. So I'm not a person that's going to tell you who to vote for. I'm just going to tell you to vote. So make sure y'all go out and yeah, vote. Definitely man. go out and vote, man. Shout out to Chill Dick, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my man, Chill Dickinson, Will Dickinson. Uh, he's also running for city council. Shout out to all the candidates. All the candidates. Yeah, all the real. candidates and all the uh, local um, elections that's happening this year from city council level um, to the at-large level to the mayor's race. Shout out to all the candidates, man. It takes a lot of work to put yourself out there and campaign real strong like that. So shout out to all of them for sure, for sure. So what we doing? We jumping into our next one or what? Yeah, let's jump into the next one, man. I wanted to get into the sports, man. Let's do it. I wanted to get into the sports, man, because this what? What? This Thursday? What's, what's today? The 7th? This Thursday the 9th, the NFL season is going to be kicking off, man. My guy Brady, man. The GOAT TV 12. Yada. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Who they playing? They playing the Dallas Cowboys, man, to kick off the NFL season. Okay, okay, man. Shout out to the Bucks. They won it last year. Brady done switched sides and then brought a brought a whole ring, brought a whole Super Bowl to Tampa Bay. And they ran it back with the whole team. Like you ain't never squad. seen that in football. The whole team come back, niggas is taking pay cuts just to come back and run it back for another ring. You ain't never seen that, so I think they're gonna dust the Cowboys off. I'm I'm not a Cowboy fan. Yeah. That's not that is not in my blood. I don't I don't do the Cowboys, but I do think they're gonna catch a whipping on Thursday to kick off this NFL season. We I know we talked about Cam being being cut, but I do hope my Patriots have a really really good season this year, man. With Mac Jones at the one, man. Of course, of course, you gotta rep the Pats, man. We 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 from the town. We from the city of champions. So you know it's it's home team all day. City of champions, man. Um. Another one that was in the news today, man, was my the, the head coach from the Gonzaga Bulldogs. You know, they just came from the national championship. Is it that Boston. same coach that they've always had? The same coach they always have for now, years. He know better. He know better getting caught with a DUI. He got caught with a DUI, man. I think it was in his hometown, though. Um, I mean, you get a little sippy, you get a little sippy. I ain't gonna... Yeah, he's in Idaho, in his hometown of Idaho. Mark Few. Mark Few. That's his name. Mark Few. He was in his hometown of Idaho. On Monday, and he got pulled over around 8 p.m. It's Labor Day weekend, man. He probably, you know, he wasn't out at 2, 3 in the morning. He was trying to get home at a reasonable, respectable time. I understand he was a little bit probably under the influence, but 
I don't think he should have He should be Fined or nothing By the university Or <laughs> suspended Or nothing like that Yeah plus I mean he pretty much Built that Gonzaga yeah, I say, program He built the school There's the reason The school's getting paid At this point so Hopefully they forgive him man And um, he bring in Some more recruits Cause you know He's a dynamic coach You get them boys In that tournament Every year he Brought him a national Championship To the point now They're not even a mid-major yeah, they're, they're not. They're not a mid-major anymore, and I feel like they need to switch conferences whenever they're ready. They're pretty much like like the big dog on the West Coast right yeah. now. As far I'm as talking about over UCLA, over UCLA, Autumn Pac-10 Washington schools. got them be USC got they them got be. more consistency than Autumn Pac-10 schools. So, you know, hopefully he get that right, man. And, and ain't not, nothing too much come out of that. Yeah, word. What did you think about um, Jackson State versus FAMU? HBCUs. Did you see Deion the, Sanders, did you Coach see the, Prime? Did you see the football player throw the ball to Gilly? <laughs> I did. Hey yo, I did see yo, that. And then Gilly, the sideline, yeah, Gilly, it. he spiked it. Yo, Gilly, you out of yo, pocket, fam? Nah, nah represent. Nah, black. you nah, you out of pocket, fam. <laughs> you running all up and down the sidelines like a madman. Then he really passed you. He's an idiot for passing you the ball. He got scared to touch that throw to my man. He gonna spike it like Gronk. Oh like, yeah, my let's go, god! Do you see him? He gonna say after I got fired, he was out there with the marching band. Right. Say, Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, you done cost the team down. a penalty. Prime would have got rid of you. You if they'd have lost that yo, game. You know what's so funny? It said unsportsmanlike conduct did. against against Jackson State. Jackson State bench. Yeah. It didn't say a player. Yeah. It said the bench. The so bench. Gilly got the got the Gilly got, got the them a penalty. penalty. <laughs> hey, he didn't even ask for the football. He just was running, telling the nigga to finish it, and he threw him the football. So he spiked it. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you was you was you was you was too into the game, Gilly. <laughs> too into the game, man. Off the one too, man. I know you was off one. Word. Jackson State get head to toe. They was definitely giving y'all you a dripping. penalty. Y'all was dripping. Y'all was dripping. Y'all had all that gear before y'all even got down there. That was nice though, man. I do. I do like. Back to them though. I like what they got going on. I seen the son um, get stripped of the football. That was like probably like the only play I seen from the game. He struggled. Him. He struggled. The son got to get it right, man, and, and get his head on. I know he's. he's That's a star. Uh, uh, Shador Sanders. Is it Shador? The quarterback. The quarterback, the quarterback Shador? is Shador Sanders. Okay. Yeah. And the the brother's the cornerback. He played what? No, he's a safety. The safety, but safety cornerback. Yeah, I he feel like played, safety's gonna last longer in the NFL now. He played well. He did. He did. And the, they whole the, unit the played younger well. Brother. Yeah, they whole unit played well. They they're a defensive team. I can tell because Dion's a defensive guy. Yeah, but he got a son that's a quarterback, so he's gonna try to make the best of him. But I do feel like if his son want to do that NFL thing, yeah, he's gonna have to tighten up some stuff, man. Yeah. And stop playing around out there. He can't be too fancy and be trying to, you know, yeah. he wasn't protecting the football in the game. So hopefully he get that up. He's only a freshman, though. Yeah, so he's only a freshman. He's only a freshman, but he's already a star. Like, yeah, he done been on national television. They got their own show at the crib since he's been a baby. So it ain't like this is anything new to him. Like the cameras and like and the action and stuff. He just gotta perform. Yeah, yeah. He really gotta perform. Yeah. You got the score to that game. It was the score to the game was seven to six, Jackson mm. State. Damn, we almost lost too, huh, Dion? Almost that lost. Penalty. Yeah, yeah. That's because that's because baby boy got to get it together out there. I ain't gonna hold you, man. We got to put points on the board. That was a defensive game, and I let you know right there that Dion's about his defense because that team got two field goals. Yeah, yeah, two field goals. 
Yeah, that was it. Goals, you know that was I mean? it. In the first and second quarter, there was no points scored in the second half. Yeah, so we between either team, they're gonna have to score some more points to get some points on the board if they're trying to do anything, get invited anywhere to any kind of tournaments. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was just dope to just see two HBCUs on ESPN two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Going head to head, they they played at the Hard Rock Stadium, I believe, down in Miami. So I think it was like 20,000 oh, so plus people. South? It was a neutral site? Yeah, yeah. Neutral. Okay. I mean, well, FAMU is in Florida. Florida yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, they pretty much had the home mm-hmm. crowd, uh-huh. but it was a neutral neutral for stadium. The, for what it was. It was yeah, for, for the most part. But, I mean, still, that's just, I mean, for, for two HBCUs to play on, you know, national televised channels like that, like an ESPN2 mm-hmm. with a large crowd like that, I mean... That's dope. I mean, I think that's everything that you want to see. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people watched it on TV. I'm about so. to say, and I like all the eyeballs that Dion's bringing to these. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I feel like more prominent, dominant, you know, players, you right. know, that former players should be going to these HBCUs and trying to big them back up like that. Because I honestly feel as though if you bring those guys in there, like Snoop. Like right. Snoop could go and be an assistant somewhere over there. He's been running. Definitely. He got a bunch of guys in the NFL now. Right. You know from, I mean? his, from his uh, youth from league. From his youth league. So yeah. if you go down there, Snoop could get a couple of his players come train guys in the summertime. Like that's really something that could really be, you know, taken off and be generational for people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. giving your, your sons and all that stuff, jobs and stuff like that. Right. I just right. feel as though that was that, that's that, that's dope. Giving man. these that's kids, giving these kids like that pro exposure. Prime time is prime time. That's you're not gonna prime get. Time. You're not gonna get no bigger than that. You at, don't get at, no bigger than at that. At HBCU too, never. Because they're not getting all that stuff that they. I don't think the anywhere. I think it would it would be like like the big school, Tom like, Brady would have to go somewhere and coach. Like oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, that's yeah. the level of yeah. like or like Troy Aikman or somebody like that. I don't that. even think we just watched To. I don't even think To could do it. Yeah, T.O. can't do it. But T.O. does do a lot of with Jackson State. Well, Jackson like, State. like, he, he be out there practices. He's good, he's, and good, he's good for, like, to be, like, a wide receiver trainer. Same thing. Like, um, like um, Chad Ochocinco mm-hmm. has ties with FAMU. Okay. So he practices with FAMU sometimes. He do speak of them a lot. He do. He, he, do he's, lot. he supports them Wednesday because he's from Miami, and that's, like, the Miami school. Okay. Outside of, you know, University yeah. of Miami. But that's the HBCU school of their town okay so he supports them a lot but that's dope though because it, it's not like it's one-sided it's not like Deion sanders one. got all these nfl players on his side and then there's nobody on fan like they had nfl players in their locker room before the game too yeah you know what i mean so that's it dope. was it was dope to see that it was like they're bringing that a level playing there. field and you know what i mean to both Letting schools know it's, uh, and then, you know what's so dope though t.o and um, Chad Ochocinco and them, they came from these schools. Right. Small schools. Small small black schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Antonio Brown, too. He came yep. from a small black, you know, black college. You know what I mean? And they're getting a lot of players from these wide receivers from those schools. But they're not really, you know, talking right. about them getting them from there. They still, they'll highlight Alabama. They'll highlight LSU. They'll right. highlight Clemson. Right. But they don't never highlight somebody like Dion being at Jackson State and these kids coming out of there actually succeeding. Right. You know what I mean? So come I, to I, find out, Jackson State got like four NFL Hall of Famers. See that see. are alumni from the school. See already. So I think that that and was that's part a, of that's what, what I do like about there. football because you could come from the nitty gritty bottom in football. You right. could be at D three all four years and then get invited to a camp, a combine, and be something like like Bill Belichick will find you, but right. something like that, and it'll change your whole life. Right. You know, you've been trying to go to these top programs, but 
Boom, here we are now in the NFL draft, man. About to get drafted first overall, and nobody knew you. <laughs> right. So, so Dion, uh, Coach Prime, brought up a stat in one of his interviews mm-hmm. where he was saying, I think there was like 250 people, 250 college athletes that was invited to the NFL Combine. And out of those 250, none of them were from an HBCU, and no player from H- from an HBCU was drafted last year. Do, do you think that... Do you think that he's going to turn that number around? Oh, for sure. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he changed that number right after the draft and somebody went and found somebody just to sign somebody from an HBCU mm. to say that they did it. Right. I won't be surprised if that happened. But I just know each year it's a sleeper pick that comes out of nowhere. And they're like, yo, where he go? And it ends up being an HBCU. No bull. Every time in football at that, it always be like a wide receiver or something or a running back. But I do feel as though he's going to bring more eyes on those kids in that program. And yeah. he's going to start taking kids that would normally go to Alabama. Right. Because his son was at Virginia Tech or Florida State. Yeah, Florida State, yeah. And he transferred from Florida State to there. Mm-hmm. It's like he gave him that confidence to let him know, like, yo, son, you could come here and do the same thing that these dudes are doing. You just got to perfect your craft. Right. It's all about in, being in the craft and, and perfecting that in order to get to the NFL. Right. And once he's instilled that, which I'm probably been instilled in him for a long time now, they've been playing football forever and it's prime time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he done instilled that in his boys. Right. You know what I mean? So Right. Nah, nah, man. I, I I'm I'm wishing all the best for all the HBCUs, man, because I mean we know we know where the superior talent is. Yeah. So And they going to the hood to get it. They're not even going to the hood. We're coming to them. Right. Like, us black kids, we're coming to the HBCUs. Like, they don't even got to come and recruit us if they really don't want to because we're coming anyway. Right. But just on a talent level, like, we know where the talent is. Yep. You know what I mean? And these these HBCUs can compete. I think that they can compete. If you put them on the field, you put them on the court, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Whatever terrain it is, you put them on a, you know, like I said, a level playing field with any other team, Power 5 school, you know, one of the big blue schools in college basketball, one of the Dukes, North Carolinas, you may see some upsets. I mean, that's yeah. the that's the beautiful thing about college basketball in the March Madness tournament is that you're taking those small schools, putting them up against those top elite schools, elite schools and rolling the ball out there and say, may and the best team win. Like, that's what I don't like about college football because – Dion ain't gonna have a chance to go against Alabama unless they schedule. Right, and it's Dion, and it's especially not in the national championship game. No, they're not. They're not gonna be invited to that tournament because right. it's the FBS and all of this crazy stuff. These sanctioned different levels of the mm-hmm. football game and all of that stuff. When is what? They're probably more than it used to be three eighty or something like that. Remember on March Madness, three hundred eighty something. So they're probably four something now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I remember Bryant University moved up to be Division One and playing those type of stuff like that. So, mm. you know what I mean? I just feel as though football got to do something about that to let these underdogs get a chance at get a crack at the big homies. Yeah, yeah. At the what is it? The blue bloods? Yeah, the blue blood, blue schools, whatever yeah. they call the Dukes, North Carolinas, Kentucky, Kansas. But that's that's crazy because that's not even what it's called in football. Yeah. None of those schools are the top schools in football. Right, definitely not. It's Alabama, Clemson, LSU. It's all the downs, Texas. It's all yep. of them down in the South. Yep. Because football is they thing. Yep, power fives. Power fives. Power fives. Mm-hmm. So, and then on top of that, but what I do like about this, though, and what I am seeing with basketball and football is that, especially with these big coaches like Deion Sanders going to Jackson State, you got Penny Hardaway at mm-hmm. Memphis, like, I got full confidence that those dudes are going to get these players paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, make it to the NBA. Penny's going to, Penny going to get you paid. 
Deion Sanders gonna get you paid. I'm not saying they may make you rich, but they may get you paid. Especially now that they're paying athletes. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like I know Dion could probably set up a fund and pay athletes, you know, twenty dollars, I mean two hundred dollars a week if he wanted to, to, you know, that's what I'm post, saying. Post they gonna Jackson get you State paid. Shit on internet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're gonna get you paid. It's not against the law no more. Like Nike's gonna answer Penny Hardaway's phone call. Yeah. They gonna Under Armour, whoever, they're gonna answer Deion Sanders' phone call. That's a phone call that's going to be either answered or returned. And what I do love about Dion, he's a true businessman. Yeah. Like the fact that he got those camera crews, he's down there, you know, shooting a... It was a series. Isn't that a series? That's Barstool. I know it's on Barstool, but it wasn't a series. Yeah, it's like, a series. It wasn't even like a podcast or nothing like that. It was an actual series. Yeah, it's a series. You know, documenting these kids' lives. Like, who's doing that? Right. Nobody's doing who's that. Do, they're doing that in the summertime at Duke for the kids working out in the beginning of the summertime right. and stuff like or that. Or maybe like, ESPN comes in, does a special. There's a something. little quick weekend special, but he's actually doing this for these kids during the year, man. He's bringing them into his world. Yeah, nah, that's, that's what I like. It's, it's fire, man. It's definitely fire, man. I got to catch up some more on that because I used to see his family show. The yeah. The family show you had with his wife and everybody in the house and the kids was younger, the boys was younger. And st- I used to see that one, but I ain't I ain't really catch up on this one until you showed it to me the other day. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, getting these getting these these players paid for their likeness, for their name, image, likeness is, is dope, man. But to see... Those coaches, like, you know, actually try to, like, push the needle forward, try to, like, trailblaze that whole thing, especially for the for the HBCUs and for some of the smaller schools and stuff like that who might get overlooked. I think that that's major. And uh, I, I hope more athletes start to do it, whether they go back to their alma mater or new school. or Yeah, I did see you. that, though. We have seen that, though, because Mike Williams— Mike no Mike Wilson whatever his oh, name yeah, is yeah, Indiana yeah. he got hired by Indiana yep. a lot of schools are trying I mean yeah a lot of schools are trying to go back and get some of their alumni that was in it previously in the NBA right. trying to adapt that into their system but right. I don't think it's gonna um, work for Eric Jawan Jawan Howard at That's Michigan gonna, that'll work you know what I mean Chris Mullen at um St John's he was at St John's, was at St. John's. Um, yeah there's some good ones there's some good ones there's some good ones Damon Stoudemire was doing him at a point in time but he ended up leaving somebody um. Um, Bonzi Wells is a coach somewhere. And Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby. He's a high school coach. Jerry Stackhouse is that Vanderbilt. Jerry Stackhouse is at Vanderbilt. Yep. Is that Vanderbilt with, with Scotty Pippen's son? Yep, yep, yep. But Bonzi Wells is a is a is a college coach somewhere at a at a is small he? college. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just saw that. I just saw that recently. That's my guy. Chauncey Billis. Shout out to Chauncey Billis, man, coach of the Blazers. What's your man gonna do? Okay, let me get your just uh your 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 prediction right now. What? MVP. Give me any any excuses you're gonna make for Damian Lillard. Make what them right now. Ever, whatever, what excuse have I ever made? For I, I'm Damian just gonna Lillard. say if you're gonna make He's one for him, He's a killer. Make it for him right There's now. No excuses. What? Well, you were talking about winning? They're not winning the championship with that roster. So 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 it's the roster. The same roster they had last year minus Melo. What? You got a better and coach. And with Mellow, it didn't get over. You got a coach. You got a better coach. You got, got a GM. You got a you got an NBA champion point guard at that. The point guard as your coach. Killer. What? What about him? We, he hasn't proved anything as a coach. It, it, he proved everything he as proved a player, everything though. As a player, but in the heat of the moment, you could get out coached in a minute. It don't matter. But you, as a point guard, you should be able to learn from him. He can get out coached. I mean, he put, he don't need to learn nothing. He shoot better than Chauncey already. He shoot better than Chauncey. He shoot better than Chauncey. Bellows. Stop it. Stop it. 
Dame Lillard shoots better than Chauncey Billups ever did. You're crazy. He shoots the ball better than Chauncey? Than Chauncey, yes. When Chauncey was on Detroit, he when, shot yes. the ball better than Chauncey? Yes. No yes, way. He did. No way. I just, say he just, because he shoots, just because he shoots further he, doesn't mean he shoots better. I tell you he had a better, like, a, a whole all-around game. Like, he was backing niggas down, and it took him a long time to get to that point. You know, Dame's better. Dame's better than, Chauncey, better than Billups. Chauncey Billups? Wow. Dame Lillard, we need the, we need the audience input on this. And you, you got to be at least 25 years older to try to even talk about this because you wasn't around if when Chauncey was playing. On that, on that team? You put Dame on that like on that Pistons team, they're That's gonna get saying. they're gonna get him traded. <laughs> they're gonna get him traded. It's no I'll way. Give you one thing. I'll give you one thing with Cha- Chauncey has way better defense than Dame. Way better defense, way better shot selection. He's just an all around player. You think you think Damian you think Damian Lillard could be on a team with Rasheed Wallace and shoot the ball from half court? Yeah. Hell no. But Rasheed Wallace is not Did you Rasheed think, get the ring? Yeah, he got the ring with the nah, Pistons. I, I know he came in one year. They, he came in. Oh, he came in halfway through that year. Yeah, he, yeah, he got the ring with the. Did Pistons. you watch the Malice at the Palace? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't you see the, the new that documentary. You gotta give that a look. You gotta give that, that a check one. out. I'm gonna have to you know, watch I'm it. I'm a documentary nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure you check that out because Ron Artest is fucking tapped. Yeah, <laughs> that's my guy. Shout out to Ron. I fuck with Meta. Shout out to Meta World. Piece. He's back. He's back. He's yeah, back. that's my He's guy. Back to Ron. That's my guy. He's back to Ron. But, yeah, that Malice in the Palace doc is ridiculous. So make sure you check that out tonight, too, since we're talking about the Pistons. But Yeah, I want to see that. I'm going to watch that. Dame Lillard and them's definitely going to go to the playoffs. Yo, he ain't missed the playoffs his whole career. Yeah, but he's been swept tight twice in his career. What? Like, after what, though? He ain't been swept in the first round. He did get swept in the first round. When? Against who? the Pelicans. That was first round? That was first round. Drew Holiday, Rondo, Anthony Davis. What did he do Davis. the next year? Didn't he go to, to, the, to the Western Conference Finals? Got swept. By who? The Lakers? The Warriors, I think. The Lakers. It was the Lakers. Was it the Lakers? Yeah, it was the Lakers. No, it wasn't. It might have been the Warriors. You got to be by the Lakers last year. I think it was the Warriors. It was the Warriors. Yeah, I think the Warriors. You do much with them at that time. Yeah, get them out of here. Durant. Kevin Durant and Clay. Come on. But he bowed niggas out, too. He sent niggas home. He sent your bum-ass nigga Westbrook home. Paul George's <laughs> bum-ass went home. Um, I love Melo, but he sent Melo home. Um, he sent James Harden and Dwight home years ago at the buzzer. He did. He's either, he be in the niggas. But James Harden ain't shit either. Nah, that's a different story. James Harden ain't shit either. He ain't won nothing. He's going to win a ring. He ain't won nothing. James Harden's going to win a ring. <laughs> James Harden's going to win a ring. He might win a year. With who? With KD and them. With, so you so you got Brooklyn to win, to win, to win the chip year, yeah. this year? I do. I got yeah. Brooklyn. I got Brooklyn. I'm going to pick Brooklyn. If they win it, it's going it's, it's to be because of Kyrie. Kyrie? It ain't going to be because of James Harden. Kyrie? It's going to be because of Byree. I don't even... No, because he's not even getting MVP if they go to... Who ain't getting nothing? He probably won't get MVP. In the finals? Even though Kyrie... Kyrie should have been in the MVP talks last year. You think so? Did you see his numbers? Yeah, but his game's play was kind of low. Yeah, it was. That's what it was. But when he played, he was... When he played, he was putting on the show. He was going crazy last year. Yeah, he he did. He did run it too really well. Yeah, he went crazy. He's two really He's well. so efficient. He's so efficient. His game is just crazy. I ain't, I ain't never gonna be a Kyrie hater, even though he left niggas and went yeah. out there. I can never be a hater. He got he got he got real hit. game with that Duke efficiency. Like he's one of the few players who transitioned that that Duke efficiency to the league because that nigga is efficient. I give you that because Duke niggas are 
chip. Yeah, Duke niggas is horrible. But he he's the one player I've seen I can't that come from since Duke. him though. That he had, they have been kicking some out. Yeah, they couple. have. Even though my guy got hurt, Jabari. Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. love him. Yeah, yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go ahead, man. We got um some new shit that's about to pop off with this whole versus battle and mm. all of that. Yeah, yo. I actually need to know who you got in this battle. Who I got in this battle? Who you got in this battle, man? It's murder. That's who I'm going with. I'm going with Ja Rule, man. He got mad commercial hits, but I'll have to go and lean back. (laughs) I'm going to have to lean back. You know why? That shit was iconic. Well, ain't New York his song too? Or they got probably gonna perform that together. I think that might be Ja Rule's song. Cause wasn't that like a, a diss was... song back to 50? Or was it Fat Joe's song? Fat Joe's song and it with had Ja Rule. Ja and yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Cause that's why 50 started beefing with Fat and, Joe. And I ain't gonna front. Fat Joe got that track with Chris Brown where he can hit the ladies on him too. Go track. Hold on. Okay. We're going to have to do a little verse. This is about to turn to a little versus preview right here. Hold up. Because I don't know what joint you talk about. With Breezy? What joint with him and Chris Brown going to do anything? Yeah. Watch you type it in. Hold up. Yeah. We're about to get into a little versus preview right here. What's what? 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 Another round. Play it. The remix or the regular one? The regular one. Hold up. With Dream or with Dream? No, that's not it. That is not it. That's Attention. Okay, hold up. Yeah, you hear it. Oh, you got Fabo on that? This is the remix. Oh, that's definitely the remix. They brought brought Mary out? You heard that? Whoa, man. He better not play this. He's not going to play this one. It's not the one. But this is the song. I know this song, though. Yeah, you heard the one with Breezy. He better not play this. Oh yeah, I definitely know this. I song. don't want to hear this with Mary. I mean, yeah, he got Mary on. <laughs> I don't. You know, I don't do Mary like that. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand Mary. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's a man hater. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I Keisha just, Cole, I they can't. like to bash us. I can't. I can't do. I can't do. Oh, they go breezy. You hear breeze? Floating. Bro, he yeah. gonna play this? He gonna play mash it, bro. I, I know Ja Rule got hit, 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 but they both going to be... Ashanti's going to be tired at the end of this battle. Because she's on all they songs. Where he, where he going to play when he play this? What's my motherfucking name? Are you Ellie? Going back to this Mary Jane. Don't act like you don't remember when this video dropped. I did. J-Lo was the smoothest and baddest thing walking. When this video dropped, this had to be like 106 and Park. What, what year was this song? This is 01 right here. I was in Memphis at Basketball Camp when this dropped. Come on. What you going to play? And Ja Rule had on them J's. He had on, the, he had on the, uh, the white and red 16s in this video. Come on, man. Come on, man. You had to be there for this. Dog, you really got to go back to Fat Joe's old shit, dog. What? All right, give me one. You got to give me one. Fat Joe got nothing but old shit, dog. You got to give me one. Don't tell me he got we taking. Oh, hold up. I rock with Fat Joe. Is there anything on that? Who's on that? 
Ashanti's on all of these niggas' songs. I mean, be this is they, they, yeah, this is his top song. Ja Rule's on that. They're going to do a lot of songs together because they murder him. You, you had to go get Rue back no, in the day. No. Niggas ain't going to act like Rue. Go there with a joint with him and pun. Okay. He got the joint with, with I'm so hot. Come but on. You know what? But you know what? A lot of them pun joints is going to go over people's heads. Because a lot of people wasn't around the, for but that. But not the real niggas who been there. Like Jada kissing them. Right. Shit went over their head. And then he came through and cracked niggas over the head with that hardcore shit. He going to have to bring Remy Miles. Oh, Remy's definitely coming out. You gonna have to bring Gotta Remy bring them. Gotta bring that out. You better have Remy right there on deck. Center stage. Oh, New York might have been Ja Rule's song. Go over. Oh, it is. Yo, it was on his album. Mm. It was on Ja Rule's album. That's tough. Oh, so I guess that's how it happened. So that was Ja Rule's song, and he went and got Fat, Fat Joe, Joe and Jada, on. and then that's how 50 started beefing with them. That's how that played okay, out. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Yeah, I got it. Oh, come on, don't do that. Come on. Cracker. He gonna have to play this. Come on, Coke. You know he gotta play this. Coke. Which this is a good joint. This is this is when Wheezy was killing everything. Yeah, Wheezy was everywhere. Wheezy was killing everything at this Weezy time. Wheezy was forcing shit. Even Sunshine to go at John's shit. Don't play. Play that. Come on, her. Oh no, not that one. Oh, this is this this is the old school one. I know which one you talking about. It got what is it? A meal, a meal. Um, um. Sunshine. That had my. Oh, that was that was low flip. What's that? That was low flip. That was low flip. Yeah, see. I mean, this is a good joint right here. I'm trying to tell you, Joe got cracked classic street shit that niggas ain't ready for. I don't know if he got 20. That's my problem. I don't know if he got 20. That's my only issue. He gonna he's going to make 20 He's going to need some DJ Khaled stuff. Oh, for sure. He's he going to have to call on Khaled. But if you look down the bottom, those are all his tapes. So he got to have something down there. Yeah, but hits. Hits. Look, we, are, we already in the early 2000s. Yeah. So if you ain't part of that generation, that's what I'm saying. If you ain't like that's 25 ours. or better, because yeah. we talking 20 years ago. Oh, one was 20 years ago. So if you young, if you wasn't even, some people was just barely born in the 2000s. Yeah. So if you was, if you're not of age, you might miss some of this stuff. It might go right over it your might head. Go over your head, but that's what I'm saying. There's certain niggas, and plus this nigga Fat Joe is an entertainer, bro. He is. Like, he's going to be funny up on that stage, though. Like, he is. He's going to take the cake with that shit. And a lot of that kind of, your performance kind of goes in. But I ain't going to hold you. Ja Rule is a performer. He's one of those niggas that be going crazy, but he better not get up there and do that shit. Everybody ready? <laughs> Yo, I guess not. Let's look, look. But Joe... Joe's a great performer too though He got a live performance That I've been watching online That's fire Fat? That Joe? That Joe? He did a, he did a Tiny Desk performance Oh see so yeah yeah I seen that Fire His birthday or something like that Fire I didn't see it I didn't get Fire to see it. He killed but that But he probably let out A couple of his bangers He did See Fire clip I think he actually performed This song we're listening to right now He had to have performed this He had to have performed Hold this Hold up But what he gonna do When he play this Mesmerized. That's what I'm saying. Like, nah, he got hits. I already know. He but he hits. That's why I wanted him at 50 to go. Yeah. 
Fifty might have. Fifty stole his swag. He did. He did. Canceled him out with his own Canceled swag. Canceled him out with his own swag. Started singing like him and all of that shit. Wearing the no shirt, all that. Yeah. Canceled my nigga out. <laughs> Literally in my nigga's career. Came out with twenty one questions. Candy shop. What else? After getting at him and coming at him for that style, he right. took it and ran took with it. it. And really made millions and took like put him out of misery because he was coming on the gangster street shit with that. Hold on, hold on. He, he even got joints with your man. What? Fuck you. Come on, you know my man has brought him up. This is my shit though. Yeah. This is my shit cause this is probably the first song I ever learned word for word in my life. <laughs> this might be the first song I ever learned word for word in my life, nigga. Can I get a if I hit it in a uh, Yeah. Yeah. This was my first song. Come on, if man. I hit it in the morning without giving you half of my dough. And even worse if I was broke. Would you? If I could get you find the like all of them diamond rings, kill fall. Would you still roll? Uh, yeah. He got shit. He got classic shit. That mesmerizer might go up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me DJ, bro. Call me, nigga, so I can DJ for you, nah, nigga. Nigga, they needed you huh? on Sunday, nigga. Huh? Nigga, they needed you on Sunday, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Call me, nigga. Rue, I'm going with Rue, man. I, I know Rue got 20. Rue got 20. Rue got 20. Rue got 20. Just for the sake of it, I'm going to go with Joe so we can have a competition. Just so we can have a competition. I'm a, just so we can have a, you know, debate. But Joe, Joe going to have to come with that Not shit. Now I'm looking. Ja Rule was on top for like, for like these three years, 2000, 2001, yeah, 2002. After, who came in 2003? Yeah. Who came in 2003 yeah. and shut shit down? Yeah. G-Unit. Yeah. Yeah, that's that whole and, timeline And it's crazy right because Ja was out with DMX and them in like 98, 99. He was out with them niggas on tour. I remember him. He was like the opening guy for DMX, nigga, on the Hard Knock Life tour that I went to when I was mad little. I went to the Hard Knock Life joint, and I went to the Rough Riders um, Cash Money tour. Mm, that shit know, that was crazy. Good. That was the first time they had Juvenile and them had the, the females from Boston on stage shaking ass with no drawers on, titties out, all that. On stage, I, I said he played back that ass up, and it went down, down south style. Mm. It was crazy, bro. I was mad young. I might have been like eleven. Mm. I was in there with my brother and them. They was all in there choking in the garden. Had an amazing time. Mm. My my youth was lit. Hold on, is this my joint too? Hold up, this is another banger. Mesmerizes that joint. <laughs> it must be the ass. Yeah, I mean, like, if we get any better, man, oh, he got hella J Lo joint. Him and J Lo was killing the charts. At that time, they was the hottest. What year was this? 2002. 2001. Back to back. And then it was the Shanti. Shanti, too. What a mesmerize. For some reason, I can't remember that song. Oh. That's why I can't. Yeah. And it's crazy, but baby, uh. Damn, Joe, I got you, man. I might get swelled. Damn, you're gonna have to come.
come with some 90 shit. He gonna have to come super hard. He gotta like, come with 90 shit. He gotta, he gotta be ready to. You know what? They gotta have a celebration. Yeah, yeah, it gotta be a celebration. It can't be a battle. It can't be a battle. It gotta it can't be a, be a battle. It gotta be a celebration. Cause Ja got too much of that. And he don't got nothing to combat and like on no war shit, really. Even though he got some shit, but that's not what we wanna hear. I mean, the ladies is gonna be going crazy. A Ja Rule show should be amazing. If you sure. go to one, like if you go to a live show, it should be amazing, dog. The tracks he got, unless you hating on him for, for what's that fucking shit we watched? What? <laughs> oh, uh, Fire Festival. Fire Fest. <laughs> yo, yo, that had to be the funniest fucking documentary. Dog. Yeah, that shit's crazy. That shit was hilarious, dog. That shit was crazy. But that's the, I think that kind of tainted him along with the whole 50 Cent shit. Yeah, a little bit. If he could have made a little comeback after that, then that five shit. Nobody wanted to do business with him. That was an amazing idea, but... Well, he was on a TV show after that. I think, like, Growing Up Hip Hop or one of those. Oh, yeah. Or something. Or one of them rap, like, it was, like, the rappers oh, he got with the their kids. With Charlie Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charlie. Which is that? Oh, that's um, Down Ass Chick. Is it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. He got it between dog. me and you right there. Let's who that? With him and who? Or Christina Milian. Mm. This is that joint. Oh, damn. This was a summer bang. I was about to say, I don't know if our youth was stupid. We might have been at the booth. <laughs> For my skates. This was a summer bang. 2000. 2000? What's that? 11? 11. Turning 11? About to go on 12. About to be. Was he about to be 11 or 12? 11. No, he's turning 11. Mm-hmm. Up out here. You can catch us in a party on the biggest thing. For real. At 11, 12. At 11. Damn. Damn. Yo. I'm happy I had all the siblings, man. I was outside. This was a banger. This was a summer banger, right? It was. Was that sixth grade? Six About 6th, 7th grade Yep, because 9-11 happened 2001 2001 Yes, it was about 6th, 7th grade 6th mm-hmm. grade right here Money in the bank Jeez Yeah, I don't know I don't know, yo I mean, we ain't go deep into your catalog But on my way home, man I gotta figure out which, how we gonna fight against I don't know, I mean, but this is Apple Music And we just, we just in the top songs We ain't even tap into all the albums And all the other songs Yeah, We just in the top, top songs, songs right here He got about 20 of it. got about 20 and I ain't never seen that I ain't never seen this many top songs Yeah, they usually stop at like 6 or 9 Six, that's nine, that's 12, that's 15, that's 18, that's 20. They don't even show up like that on the phone. Yeah. You got to click see all. Yeah, it's about six or seven or eight of them, maybe. He got 20 up there 20 already. Up there early. We ain't even tapped the albums yet. That's stupid. Damn. He had that I cry, you cry, I. <laughs> With this nigga love with Lil Mo. Yo, did you see Lil Mo on Drink Champs? I did. She was on there talking spicy. <laughs> Talk about popping perkies and all that. Yeah, Lil Mo, she 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 go hard. She do go hard. She had a falling out with Ja. Mm. Damn, Ja, that's crazy. You definitely got hits, gang. Hold up, what's this one? Ooh, that was, we listened to that, right? Did we? This is Lil Mo too. Yeah, I know. I don't think we played this one already. We played yeah. the two J Lo joints. We ain't played no Lil Mo joints yet. Yeah, we played J Lo and the Shanti. And the Shanti. 
And that's the thing too. I think Ja Rule and Murder Inc. carved out a nice lane. Like at the time, yeah, just doing like these female-friendly records. Like mm-hmm. this was the because they were softening up the game, and that's what I'm saying. Biff came Biff in, came in, and made niggas gangster again, and then he went he soft on niggas after he got Ja out of there. He did. He did. Because Fifth came in on that Because when Fifth came in with his shit And then he dropped the G-Unit shit Right When that G-Unit shit dropped That was crazy You remember yeah. That yeah. was crazy Especially when the mixtapes was coming Yeah That yeah. shit was crazy so. Yeah That was a whole nother wave That shit was out That was definitely total Opposite of this wave This wave was real female friendly mm-hmm. That was some real street shit Right like that was that was that yeah, like, oh shit Banks with Banks and that victory freestyle and, and all of that fuck, it kind of fucked Ja Rule up because at that point Ja Rule's trying to go at 50 and make hardcore records now he's not even trying to make woman records he's not even no trying more. to do this no he's more not in his lane no more 50 got him out of his lane got him out of character yeah got him out of character and then hopped in his lane wow like wow. that's crazy to me man um you know one last thing I want to hear I what? need to hear my nigga a little bit of Bobby's new track. Oh, let's just get to get into it. Cause my nigga Bobby Smurda released his newest track, man. Where was that? The same day Drizzy dropped his album, he released a video, a music video. I'm not even sure if it's on Apple Music. Gotta be. But my nigga Bobby Smurda released it. It was like six minutes long, and I ain't gonna front. If you watch the video, you're gonna drift away from it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he don't keep your attention. Mm. Is it no time for sleep? Yep, I think it, it gotta be freestyle. Ain't got no time yep. to sleep. Yep. With so much money on my mind, ain't got no time for me. It sound like Bobby Call me all the time, so she tired of me. I know that I pop a lot, he smoke a lot of weed. And I don't pay you any money when I be counting. You gotta watch the video because he's busy. Uh huh. That's it. Close to the video. You do it twenty three. So I be stacking Mr. Ben till he twenty feet. A lot of, a lot of hands. Go Bobby, go Bobby. Oh, bitch, forty five on my whistle with my Ben Aki. Forty five on my whistle, got a ton of kids. With this new Drizzy though, man. Let's get into this certified lover boy review. Let's get into it, man. I've been seeing, you know, a lot of people going in on this album, listening to it. I've been hearing a lot of positive feedback about the album, honestly. I have. You know what I did learn to do though with this album? I learned not to compare it to old albums. Because mm. I'm tired of doing that. I be expecting to listen. I, I know the style, I know what they're gonna give me. You can't live too many different lives. True. You know what I mean? And all you can do is probably get richer. 
Yeah. At his point and at his stature. So I'm just looking for the nice bars and shit that he's barring niggas out or the drama he's trying to get it at, the bitches he's trying to talk to. Right. That's what I'm looking forward to when I hear a Drizzy album at this point. I'm not going to grade it and be like, oh, he can't talk, take care, and right. da 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 Because, like, I heard people say that the album was too long. I feel like it was perfect. To be honest with you, like, I don't feel like... When you do the eight songs, the ten songs, people are like give us more. Right, right, right. When you right. finally give them more, it's like oh, you gave us too, too much. Too much, right, so, right. Like, you got to make up your mind, so you can't really please everybody. But right. I do feel like he had a good balance on here. Right, that was my take on it. You just, you just read my mind. That was my take. Like I feel like it was a good balance of what you can expect from Drake. Like he gave you the freestyle. He even gave me like what I feel like is some of that old Drizzy. Like when yeah. he was just. Bars. I mean, he even got a track, the um, track number eighteen. You only live twice with Wayne and Ross. Crazy. On that this. was that was that was vintage Drizzy right there. Like mm-hmm. and bars. Sleep on because you know, yeah, you know, you know. Anytime he get on the track with Weezy, you know he's bar for bar. You know he gotta he gotta come with them bars because yeah. Weezy was just gotta. Out. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and get Weezo into a little bit of that. Fucking blacking out. I can't yeah. hold you. Ross went crazy on yeah, this. Yeah, Ross show always too. go crazy. He got that smooth player shit. Yeah, but this is like, this is that, this is that real drizzy. Like where he got to bar up. Mm-hmm. Like you got to bar up when you on the track with Weezy and Ross. Like. Right, and I love when they when they get in those bags. Yeah. Yeah. So this was you're right. This was a nice blend. Like he gave you some of the singing. He gave you bars. You know what I mean? Gave you some good features. I love the Project Pat feature. Yeah. It's probably my favorite feature on this joint. I, I, I love the way Pat just came through. The way fucking, just right quick, man. Like, I ain't gonna front. I seen a crazy ass message the other day, bro. The shit said, I thought Project Pat was a group. It pissed me off. I said, yo, you little kids are getting on my nerves. Yeah, no respect. Like, come on, dog. Do your homework. Do, Do your, your homework for real. Like, you know Juicy J, though. Right. Because like, for line. real, because for real, Project Pat, Juicy J in them, that's where Drake get a lot of his sound from. from. Yeah, Memphis. He get from that Memphis. His father's from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he tapping down there a lot with that shit. He definitely do. Come on. I gotta feed the streets. Mm. My pistol gonna bleed the streets. Yeah. Ski mask on my face. Sometimes you gotta cheat. Real Just light. stay ahead in this bitch, y'all. Drink surf like it's liquor. Street life, I have you catching up to God quicker. Sticker. And get bought it to your lip bar. Let the chopper bang on you like a blood or a cripper. Project Pat, nigga. Y'all niggas better act like y'all know. Go do your homework if you don't know. Yeah. Word, man. Come on, man. I'm done with that track. Yeah, I'm done with that track. That's it. What my niggas say? What my niggas say? I was built for this game like a brick wall. Uh Uh-huh. You want stilts in the rain about the pitfall. That's all I got for him. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. That's a fact. Who was my niggas' name? Sash Bacardi. Sash Bacardi. Uh-huh. Come on, man. Nah, but this this was a good Drizzy album. I like it. I like this joint too. This 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 gave me real Drizzy vibes too. Out of a ten, no one we expect from him. Out of a ten, what you get? Yeah. Out of a ten, I'm gonna um, give him an eight point something. 
Yeah, I, I think I'll give him like an eight and a half, like an eight point five mm-hmm. for this drink right here. I like it, and it's still growing on me. It's still exactly. growing. It's still and growing. I feel like on that's me. what the used it to me. Used grew on me. And that shit's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take care is probably my favorite but drink. I, but whenever he get on this shit, that five a.m., three a.m., two a.m. in the morning, shit, seven a.m., he's coming for a head or two. This is the drizzy. He's addressing shit. This is the drizzy I like right here. This is that vintage, real rap, hip-hop, drizzy right here. I do like when they start talking to the bitches, too, on Pipe Down. On Pipe Down. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that joint. That's what I'm saying. It's still growing on me. We get straight to him on this one. Said you belong to the streets, but the streets, they belong to me. It's like home to me. They belong to the streets, huh? Right. Put one in the air. You know you got a light one. You got a light one to this. Yeah, you gotta cruise the city. Downtown support area, not nothing. See the views. Might got my fucking windows down to all of them. Uh huh. You can never tell nobody that yeah. you held me down. Nah, this is one of them joints. If it was Rod you should have been there right now. This is one of them city so nights nice joints right here. Yeah, like, How much I gotta spend for you to pipe shit, down? Drizzle. How deep I gotta dig for and you to watch, pipe man. down? All Next the things I've done up until right now. No We're gonna do private events. I need a thousand pages just to write it down. Writing down these feelings has been overdue. Don't know how many pens it's gonna take to get over you. How much I gotta pen for you to pipe down? Nah, I give this, I give this a good, I give this a good eight and a half, man. This is, this is a good album right here, and, and it's, 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 it's twenty one songs, but like you said, it gives you time to listen to it and for it to really grow on. You may not appreciate it all like in the beginning. And some of the songs ain't crazy long, so like I appreciate. Yeah. Like if you go to the bottom, how many hours is it? It's an hour and twenty six minutes. That's not bad for twenty one songs. That's not bad. You know what I mean? And he got interlude, interludes on there. And shit like that That he's not calling in the loops But Yeah You know Yeah that's not bad That's not, not bad, bad at all man Since we on that Certified lover boy man Shout out to the OG Diddy man Out here plucking on All these old little young things We had Miss Miami Miami joint From the city girls Yeah Lori Harvey and right now he's on a boat with Joy Chavez, Bow Wow's BM. Mm-hmm. He's out here wilding. He's really being a certified lover boy. Uh-huh. Y'all Shout out to all the certified lover boys Shout out there. Shout out to all the certified lover boys out there doing what they do, living their life, man. We ain't complaining. Nah, this is a good joint right here. I like this pipe down. He set us up nice for the fall slash winter with this. He one. said this is a good fall slash winter joint right here. And you got you remember he's an October baby. What's that OVO? October's oh, very yeah. young, so he's definitely, he's definitely October. He's ready for some music for around his time. You're gonna see, a, he probably gonna drop some more shit around his birthday. I won't be surprised. I like it. I like I it. I will not be surprised, man. So I like it. Wasn't there a diss track that came out recently? Yeah, a diss track from Kanye. Um, 
Kanye made a song with Andre 3000, but Andre 3000, you know, he thought it would be a dope song, so he tried to make it and be able to make it in a way where he was representing his mom, because his mom passed away, and so did Kanye's mom, so he made a little record or whatever, and it didn't make the Donda album, but the only reason why it didn't make the Donda album was because it had Swizz on it, and um, Kanye made the album in a church gospel kind of way, so he wasn't trying to have no Swizz and anything like that nature on this album. He was just trying to keep it as, you know, censored as possible, you know, so it could be something to listen to in the car with your kids, something to listen to on your way to church if you wanted to, even though people are spitting and rapping. He kind of bleeped out all of those kind of things for you on that album. And so when Andre 3000 sent this, his verse over, he kind of swore a little bit in it and he kind of said some things in it that wasn't supposed to be on a gospel album. So they didn't make the album. But somehow, some way... Drizzy got the fucking leaked version of it, mm. and he released it. Well, I ain't gonna say he released it, but yeah, he released it on his XM radio that I got in the whip on Sound Forty Two mm. the day his album came out. So supposedly, you know, Kanye was mad about it, or whatever. But he, what he ain't he mad about? Right, he's always mad about. Something. He's always mad about something. He better be focusing on Kimmy K because I heard Drizzy splashing all his friend, all her friends. <laughs> Splashed all her friends or something like that. So he better get on his game, man, for she be up in Taranto. Yeah, for real. For real. At a Caribbean festival, OVO Fest. Jizzy actually, Drake had a few uh, diss tracks on the album where he was dissing them. Yeah, he kind of got that Swiss Beats on there. Oh, did he? Yeah. He got Swiss on that one you like with Drake. Um, what's the name? He was like, you acting like a bitch, you fancy, huh? Did say that I didn't. Yeah, I did. I did. I did hear him yeah. say that. I didn't. I didn't think he was directing that at that Swiss. That was Swiss because Swiss, Swiss. Yeah, I don't know if you seen when Swiss came at him about some song that leaked or whatever, and Drizzy didn't push it after it leaked, so he was mm. mad at him, and then he kind of let it go. But then he got at Drizzy probably like a month or two ago. He was drunk on live. I think I do remember. And that. he got at Drizzy, and then I, or whatever he apologized or whatever for it or whatnot. But Drizzy wasn't having that. Drizzy ain't forgetting about that. He gonna put that in that book. So that and you know they made the song Fancy together. They did off of our guy's song. Uh huh. Off, uh, off the a dream. dream. Mm-hmm. The dream had Fancy the real version. Mm-hmm. Then Num Two chopped it up and made their own version. Mm-hmm. And then Drizzy kind of chopped it up inside of his new song again and was like, "Oh, you a bitch, you fancy, huh?" Mm. And then you know what I mean. He kind of got that Swiss on that little on that track or whatever. But he did. He is on there taking shots at niggas, man. Mm. He's a subliminal shot shooter, but. He was doing him. I mean, I ain't gonna say it's subliminal to them niggas. Them niggas know who he's talking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of some of his shots was kind of direct. Yeah, you, you kind of knew. He didn't say the name, but you knew who, who he was he's talking, talking to. about. Yeah, for sure. He was he he was speaking on certain things that was in the public mm-hmm. eye already. So, mm-hmm. yeah, some of the some of those shots were like half subliminal, half direct. You know. So I mean, I, I don't know. I, sometimes I even wonder if their if their beef is even real. I don't think it's sometimes I be thinking it's about album sales because I don't really hear about neither one of them that much in the meantime. Maybe Kanye say a few things about Drake on a message or something or a tweet. Yeah. But like when album time come around for both of them, like every four years or so, them niggas is coming out sparring with each other. Right. You know what I mean? Or they talking about each other's group. But I, I think it really dates back to like when Wayne was real active, when Lil Wayne was real active, like still making music. Him and Pusha T would always be going at it. Oh yeah, no. Nah, and so I think I think by Drake signing to Wayne, it just he kind of just inherited the beef in a sense. And then Drake ended up being as big as both of them. It, yeah, yeah. Wayne and Push to right. the point where he's up there with Ye who's that big. And right. They could go at it with each other. So I think 
Um, Kanye's album was doing 350, 360 this for the first week or something like that album sales. Mm. And Drizzy's in the 600, 700. Already? Yeah. Well, Broke mean, the streaming, um, Spotify streaming in one day. Well, I mean, it is a better album. It is a better album. And you got to think about it. Glizzy, I said Glizzy. <laughs> Drizzy is fucking international. Right. He's more international than Ye because he's actually born in Canada. He's actually from Canada. So right. like he's more international than Ye is, even right. though Ye is international. Right. Yeah, he got he got two countries behind him. Yeah, so Ye got one. That's that's a big push for Drizzy. Right. For sure, for sure. That's why it's not even really worth beating with him. Yeah. What you think about your man Meek? Your man Meek just dropped some new shit. What did he drop? Like, why you want to say he's my man's? Because <laughs> that's your man. That's not my man's. That's I, your man's. I like old Meek. Flame is Meek. Your flame is Meek. I, all that. Or, or, or I'll go Dream Chases 1 and 2. He got this new flow. I don't know what this new flow is. It's kind of like a drill rap, mumble rap type flow. Like, it ain't the same Meek flow. To be honest with you. He might be done. <laughs> he might. I think he is. He might be done. I think. I think. I think he should, he should just get in the ring with Wack. I think he should. I. Th- I think he should. Do I think if he got in the boxing. ring with Wack and came back and rapped, it'd be better. It would be better. Like he. Like you know. What I mean, he because his street credibility is kind of shot to me right now. It is. And I don't even know why. I know how you don't know why. Yeah, why? What you do you don't see the way you I carry mean, the yourself? the way you carry yourself. Yeah, you do carry yourself like a female, but still, like... You got certain picks when it comes to the beef shit. Like, you want to run down on Safari, but then whack one honey, you don't want no smoke. Smoke, yeah. You're selective with your beef. Game, you, gotta, you ain't want no smoke. You got a flip-ass mouth, too, like, right. a, like a girl. And you're mad emotional. Right. Mad emo. We could tell you emo. You think you're super tough because you got a bunch of niggas with you and all of that, but you got picks, though. You can't have picks, yeah. If, if if you're going to run down on one nigga, you got to run down on everybody. Yeah, because he let 6ix9ine let six him and throw him in a music video, man. Like, that that took the cake for me. I said, damn, Meek Millie, you ain't slapped that nigga, bro? You ain't tell that nigga to square rock? He should have at least told. Right. He could have been on everybody back up. Everybody you know, get out the just way. Security, my security. Right. We could search each other. Right. Because that's that 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 was six. That was that was Big Nine. That was that was six nine ran that down. Was Big on Nine him. ran down on him and recorded him and threw him in a music video. That yeah. took it. Wack one hundred is kind of right. Like a nigga like take initiative to run down on you. You supposed to violate the nigga and deal with the consequences later. later. Especially if you got beef with niggas and, and you living that life and you talking that talk. But I ain't going to push Wax narrative about the kid, though. His mom, he can't sit here and say that kid's a civilian. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say gonna that. I that narrative, but at the same time, Meek was supposed to fight that nigga, dog. Yeah, he, yeah, he was supposed to fight him. He's calling him all types of bitch-ass niggas and all yeah. this, that, and the third. He's hanging with Nikki. I know that breaks your heart. Yeah, he came to where you at. He, he, came ran, he invaded your space. He did. And he parked on the same level as you it looked like. Yeah. He came Security there for you. It's not like, oh, we just at the same club and I ran and, into another thing Like, no, he seen that you was there and came there for you. Another thing that's kind of getting to me is like the nigga 6 ix 9 is really out here screaming, I ain't got no security. And he's, I'm in Miami. I ain't got no security. Where Meek be at? Yeah. He's always down there in Miami. He's always in Atlanta. You ain't, I, he could at least DM the nigga like, yo, pull up, shoot the ones. Facts. Cause they need to get that issue off. Whatever that is, because Wax gonna get his. 
Facts. Wack gonna see him and try to get whatever's going with him. So and we seen Wack square up. You see what he did to the to white boys. Oh, and I think he got somebody else back. In crack the day. he cracked money with the left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he set money on his back pockets with that left. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, now Wack gonna see him when he see him for sure. That nigga got that incarcerated muscle. Wack is gonna see that man. Yeah, he gonna see him. He gonna see him. He gonna see him for sure, man. But nah, it's some good music out, man. Yeah, um, make sure y'all, y'all y'all check in, man. Keep going. Check out that Certified Lover Boy if you didn't. Check out that Bobby Schmurda. And make sure y'all leave. let us know how y'all think about the versus battle, man. Because bro got Ja Rule. I got Fat Joe. Even though I don't know how many Fat Joe got for us. But I think the ones he got, we might be able to do some. Hopefully perform and act a fool on stage and give us some memes. Word, word. You know what I mean? Word, for sure. But we got more episodes coming up for y'all, man, on the Gold Members Podcast. Got it. This was episode number three, man. We'd like to thank everybody for tuning in with us. Make sure y'all go check out the Gold Members Podcast on all streaming platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music, man. Bro, tell them where they can find us on social media. Don't forget to check us out, man, and access for us on Alexa, too. Alexa, say Alexa, Alexa, Gold Member Podcast, and them guys is going to pop up, man. Also, man, make sure y'all follow us on the Gold Members Podcast page on IG. That's, again, the Gold Members Podcast page on IG, man. Make sure y'all follow me on there. Um, bro, you want to get them your IG? Most definitely, man. Follow me, Herb Reed, Boston Self-Proclaimed Mayor. I'm on all social media pages, at Herb Reed. That's H-E-R-B-R-E-A-D. Tell them where they can find you, bro. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter with the same hat, with the same name too. Also, it'll be just Gold Members only, not Gold Members Podcast. So, Gold Members, G O L D M E M B E R S. You can find me on there or Gold Members Podcast on IG. Man, you can follow both of us. We in the bio, man. You can get all the exclusive content that we're gonna put out for our podcast there first. So make sure you follow us there and subscribe to our YouTube channel for future videos. Most definitely, man. And one last time, man. Rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. You already know, Word man. Up, man. And, and, and another, again, man, happy birthday to Terrence Clark, man. I, I repeat to you too, young king, man. City of Boston, love you. You already know. Gold Members Podcast. We out. Yada.